Alrighty, alrighty. Welcome back to the podcast. Back to Tomboy Official. We're on day six. First day of spring, March 20th, 2023. Uh, we're starting this chapter called It Is Deeper Than You in Aina Keys' book. Uh, Aina's Keys to Personal Freedom by Aina Brion. So, I'm kind of glad that I'm reading this in like small sections. Uh, I think I mentioned before about two and a third pages per day. Um, and you know, it's, uh, it's kind of interesting that it, it wasn't really written that way. Um, the book itself has like, uh, I just passed the page. It has 10 chapters. Um, I think this is chapter three-ish. Let me see. Um, well, technically, I guess it's chapter four because of the intro chapter. Um, so yeah, diving into it, it's uh, pretty powerful stuff. It talks about um, basically this idea of um, you know settling into a different frequency from what other people's kind of negative reactions um kind of how like how they impact you um such as how they take up space in your memory and all those kinds of things and she's pretty careful to note you know not going out of your way to you know make to make people uh not going out of your way to, um, you know, like maybe bring people back into your life that have made you suffer from the past or anything like that. And mostly the focus on, you know, this idea that like hurt people hurt. And a lot of times when people feel like or have experienced that someone's done something wrong against them, usually that other party that's doing the wrong is coming from a place of pain and they're putting that pain on another person or a group of other people and you know it's not to say hey just let them walk back in the door allow them in your life have dinner and meals with them and you know be all involved again you know it's it's uh fine to set boundaries and do what you need for yourself but just not need not holding on to it um, in a way that kind of becomes a burden in your own life and carrying that around with you um, and kind of, you know, making the choice to release yourself from it 
I mean, it's not going to mean that you, that you won't have thoughts about them or memories about them or, uh, you know, negative, you know, dreams or any kind of other, you know, situations where you're just like, you know, even if it happened in the near or far away past, you know, um, you know, our ego, our mind protects us, you know, uh, we have a memory that teaches you, you know, don't touch, touch the heart, the hot stove too many times, you know, or else, you know, you're not going to make it, you know, um, you know, we have these instincts and our mind kind of naturally, um, has a way of trying to protect us. And in some ways, you know, it's like, okay, you're kind of working overtime here, buddy. Like, calm it down. Um, and it might not be too helpful, but um, a lot of times it's helpful. A lot of times it's um, a very impactful way to try to spend... Um, you know, energy to just kind of, you know, not take advantage of people, but do what you need for yourself. Definitely care for yourself. Um, and, you know, it can go the other way too. Like maybe somebody's not completely like bashing you verbally, but maybe it's the opposite. Maybe they're like always trying to look on the bright side and it's kind of like this like positivity that's like invalidating sometimes, you know, where it's like, you know, sometimes people just don't understand what you're dealing with and they're just like trying to cheer you up maybe. Um, but they don't really hold space for you to actually like feel how, how you're feeling, uh, or allow you to do that. And they kind of make you feel like you shouldn't feel anything negative. Um, but there is a line between, you know, basking in it and, you know, setting, sitting in it and just like brooding versus, uh, and that might be part of a process too, but versus, you know, just kind of like, sometimes we do have to kind of go through the motions just to get things back in order, you know, it's like, like you hear me a lot, just kind of like, oh, right, like get up, go to the gym, go do this, go do that, and it's like, yeah, I might not feel like it, but, you know, I know, I remember Lincoln from Channel High Yourself was saying, um, you know, focusing on your heart, focusing on what your, what your heart tells you that you actually need for yourself versus what your mind tells you, um, that, oh, I'm too exhausted, oh, I'm too tired, like, I just need to sleep in and be in my head and not be around people, and maybe that's true, maybe that's true, but knowing when it's, like, you know, a product of, you know, depression or anxiety or just poor sleep or just some other situation versus it's actually really, um, like genuinely like you, you know, like needing to go through that. Um, and it's kind of, you know, the, these couple few pages are really kind of an interesting outlook um, a lot of times we don't maybe get this kind of outlook too much, um, and, you know, the, the few pages beforehand weren't really a lot about this at all either, so it's kind of like, 
you know, it's interesting even breaking down this book in like little pieces that it does kind of uh, go that way. Um, but yeah, as for that, for that segment, um, you know, I think a lot of people probably find that kind of thing helpful, uh, a helpful way of thinking. And it's a lot to reflect on, a lot to think on. Um, I really would, you know, encourage people to go through some of Ayanna Brion's uh, YouTube channel videos. Like, they're very interesting, insightful. Um, I'm, I'm just chilling over here in the mountains. Uh, got to take some nice photos, video footage of some nature. I'm, uh, I don't know, man. Like, the snow is weird. I was kind of worried about getting stuck up on the hill, honestly. And I also, you know, I didn't sleep good. Um, I explained it all, like, how I didn't really sleep too good. Um, Saturday night going into Sunday morning. And then how, you know, like, last night, I stayed up till about 11, uh, Sunday night. Um, I left the house late to come up near the mountains to the hotel and uh, got to the hotel like I was driving while I was recording last time so if you listen to the previous episode it explains kind of like you know uh, what my plans were uh, depending on the weather and things like that but sometimes I'm just like this is just a little retreat for me get out of town have a little space you know like I don't mind going and doing stuff by myself honestly like sometimes I'm like I'd rather do it with people but then it's like you know I can really just work on my own kind of things too when I'm like out of the house and it's just a new a new scenery but familiar it's not like it's so new that I have to like think so hard about like okay where am I gonna eat and where am I gonna go Um, Like, I know kind of the area, but it's also new enough that, like, if I want to go explore some trails or something, there's plenty around, and then snowboarding and all that, like, it's not that predictable. And so, yeah, I was, I was getting pretty, um, um, excited about, you know, going up to the mountains. Dude, last night was weird. Like, I went to sleep, I think, fine. I was thinking, like, I don't really know what today is going to bring for Monday. There was already talk of, like, snow and rain and all this kind of nonsense and high winds. And so, I mean, the fog in the area where I'm at is so intense. Not right now, but it was pretty much all day, even past noon. And it was supposed to rain over here. It was supposed to um, snow about 20 or so minutes away. And... So I went to sleep at 11 p.m. Just like, let's see what the weather says. If it says everything's clear, I'll go up, um, possibly. And then, you know, it's like 2 a.m. And I hear this knocking. Like, I I was asleep, so it woke me up. Like, it's like 2 a.m. And I kind of wake up, and I'm like, what's going on, you know? Um, And so I'm at a hotel. And, you know, it's not a full hotel. Like, it's fairly empty. I like to come closer to weekdays. 
I think I mentioned originally I was going to go Thursday to Saturday and ended up doing Sunday to, to Tuesday instead because I couldn't find a rental car uh, the other day. Uh, and I don't really drive my 20, 20 and a half year old car to the mountains anymore. Uh, one of the last times I drove it to San Diego was like right before New Year's Eve when I was ending my job uh, the end of December and then New Year's Day I went well before New Year's Day the car was smoking and then New Year's Eve I was like well I'm just gonna have to tow a AAA towed all the way from San Diego back to LA thank God for AAA um, they were telling I was gonna try to go like off AAA because it was taking too long and they were, they wanted me to wait till like four or something and I was or like five you know how AAA gets, like, they kind of, like, take forever, and sometimes, you know, sometimes they're good, but usually they give you, like, a quick ETA, and if you miss that call, or you, you know, or they just decide that they're going to do something different, you know, you have to kind of be a little assertive about it, and call them, and get on the phone, and they don't answer, and you got to just get somebody on the phone, and just be like, look, you got to explain your situation, um, you know, because it's like a once in a while thing. I mean, I've been towed a lot, but it's because I'm driving like a 20 year old car. But I mean, I mean, that's why I have AAA is specifically because I can't afford to be getting my car towed all over the place like that. Like at least it's already prepaid. Um, I did have to come a little bit out of pocket, but it wasn't it, it would have been over a thousand dollars, they said. Cause I was going to not use AAA and I was like, I could spend the money, but that's a lot. Um, at that point I'd rather just leave the freaking car, you know, someplace and, you know, get out of town for a week and then come back like, like get, get like a mechanic to fix it, take the train back and then come back and get it. I was considering that, but of course it's like New Year's day, you know, there's not really a lot of options and mechanics you can call. I could have stayed another day, but I was like, dude, like, I was planning on leaving. So, after that, I was like, let me just stop driving my car 100-mile distances. Um, I'll drive it between L.A. and Orange County. You know, I'll drive it, like, 10 to 20 miles, maybe, but I'm not really going to drive it that much more because I want to save it um, until, you know, my job works out my new job works out to a point where I can like afford a car. Like I'm very particular about how I spend my money. I'm so like, like once I get something in my head, I don't want to like budge from it and, unless it's like a necessity. But you know, I really don't want to get car payments. I could get a car now, but I'm like, I don't want to make payments on a car that I don't want or make car payments on a car that I do want. I'd rather just have all the money and you know, just buy it outright. So I'm waiting till I get a job so I can replenish some of my spending uh, that I've done over the past few months and then get a, a car. Um, but if this one completely conks out on me or something, and I, it's not like I have to go to work every day, like, and I have another spare car that I can kind of drive locally and there's Uber and stuff. And <clears throat> I'm going to start leaving the house a lot more. Um, other than the gym, I'm going to be getting my, like, on my way back to L.A., I'm actually going to get my library card renewed. Uh, it expired in 2010, so that just shows how much I go to that local library. Um, I don't even know where I put my San Diego uh, uh, library card, but 
this is the one I have in LA. Um, the expiration of stickers 2010. Um, but I want to use it so I can study at the library uh, as well as coffee shops. But sometimes coffee shops, it's like I do buy something when I go um, just because I feel like that's the right thing to do. Um, especially because I go to the small local ones. I don't really do the Starbucks and stuff. Starbucks is cold. It's loud. It's not comfortable. They got like wooden chairs and stuff most of the time. Like I like couches and just like chill like beach vibes just walk over to the ocean or whatever um and so that's kind of what I prefer and in the meantime um in the meantime I'm gonna you know like in the meantime you know I that was kind of my plan uh, with the car situation, uh, and, you know, like, so I've been enjoying myself, but like I mentioned, you know, this weekend it kind of hit me that I was like, all right, I'm ready to move on from this phase, like, it kind of served a purpose, it's still, like, transitional, but I'm, uh, not fully, um, living to my potential in this state, of uh, leisure um, I feel like there's some benefit to it you know I kind of got my in a way I got my sleep back together a little bit but <clears throat> I don't think I explained I, I don't think I went off on a tangent sorry so basically last night I was sleeping right slept at 11 2 a.m. comes around you know and like I find myself waking up and I'm like that's weird like I'm still like really tired and like I mentioned yesterday, you know, I had a really bad headache most of the day from like 5 a.m. on until I got to this area, probably a little near when I posted yesterday's episode. I think I forgot to post it right when I checked in. Um, so let's say like 5 p.m. or so I had some uh, Alka-Seltzer that had some aspirin in it. And I was like, let me just have that. And it worked. It helped. Uh, almost within 30 minutes I don't know what the heck was wrong with me uh yesterday but you know that helped so I was like you know that was part other than the rain and I don't like snowboarding in the rain other than the rain that was most of the reason why I didn't go up to the mountains I just wasn't feeling it my head wasn't my head wasn't feeling good like physically and I hardly slept and I was just like you know let me not push too hard uh, so I decided I'm not going to push too hard, and I just didn't. Um, so I'm like, you know, I started feeling better, started working on some websites yesterday evening, uh, posted the podcast, got some really cool ideas, um, and, you know, just kind of was like, let me relax, see what, see what tomorrow brings. And, you know, 11, I'm like, okay, I'm actually feeling tired, let me go to bed. Um, and I dozed off nicely, went to sleep. It was pretty easy to fall asleep, relatively speaking. And, you know, I wake up like 2 a.m.-ish, a couple minutes after 2. And I knew it was way too early. And I look at my clock on my phone and I'm like, it's like 2.05, 2.04 a.m. or something. And I heard something, I heard something that sounded like knocking. Now... I don't think I explained when I checked into the hotel there were some problems 
but again I was not feeling good so I didn't really care I was like let me just get in the freaking room and rest after the driving the driving was all right let me just get in the room rest you know so I get in the room you know I turn on the heater because it's cold out you know and it's cold in the room because it's cold outside and I turn on the heater to like 85 it's just like on a fan so it won't heat and then I notice there's a little space heater in the corner so I turn that on um after a while and so I just it you know I was feeling a little chilly last night I'm not sure you know like not all last night but it got pretty toasty because I kept it on for like quite a few hours um and then the room did get pretty toasty after that and so you know 2 a.m comes around I still have the heater on I went to sleep with it on because I was like I don't really care like it's a light kind of like fanny heater it doesn't have those like hot hot like red coils in there so I'm just like whatever let me let me just turn it on leave it on because it's freaking cold really windy um and mind you when I first checked in uh when I first got into the room I noticed like the the latch on the top uh is a little jiggly wiggly but it's it's solid in there you can't like rip it like I'm pretty sure you could kick this door off the hinges like I'm pretty sure it's it's you know but I was like well it's gonna be windy um but the handle part with the with the bolt lock wasn't really working and I was like what the heck because you know every now and then if you stay in hotels a lot and especially cheap or old ones you notice that every so often there's a problem with the door or something every so often there's a problem with the heater or the hot water or the water pressure or some weird thing with the tv turning on by itself or some weird thing with like the toilet runs or the you know the fridge kind of you know is loud and every now and then you just like unplug something and just let it go you're like i'm not going to keep switching rooms and i purposely get the downstairs rooms um because i like the downstairs ones because i don't want to be hauling all my stuff up these stairs um especially if i'm taking my snowboard up and so i'm like dude like that's the last thing i want to do you know i know myself it's the last thing i want to deal with so i usually like to be able to park right by the door and just have the car right there especially when it's a rental um and basically i you know i noticed that the top latch is a little weird um but the door you know the handle wouldn't actually click in you know how there's those metal pieces that like when you turn the knob i don't know what they're called but there's those pieces that go in and out of the actual door itself as you turn the knob or the bolt um the deadbolt um so i was like well maybe i can just latch it you know gee sorry my friend just called so yeah um i was like maybe i can just latch it you know but because it was windy at least I got proven that that was a terrible idea because um, the door started slowly just kind of creaking a little bit open because like I mentioned like when the latch the top latch when you kind of like clasped it onto the door like it was a little on the looser side so it wasn't like really like solid on there and so you know the wind was kind of blowing it a little bit more open like probably like an inch or so open and I was like well it's freezing outside I can't 
I wouldn't sleep like this. And like, there's people. And I thought about just putting a bag in front of the door because I have like my gear and stuff. But I was like, no, that sounds stupid. <clears throat> um, so I'm like, that's just unsafe. And I might not sleep very good, right? And so, you know, I go to sleep with all that kind of situation. Um, I end up, I end up like, you know, what I ended up doing to actually get the door shut was, you know, there's this metal piece that's attached to like the wall part of where the door shuts close to the doorknob. Uh, so the wall part, I don't know the proper names, but the wall part on the frame had this metal kind of covering on top of some wood. And I noticed that the top screw seemed kind of in, but the bottom screw, you know how people keep screwing like a screw into wood and then it's just like the wood gets worn so the screw wasn't like catching and there weren't many angles you could really put the screw back in at and so I basically took the whole metal piece off because I realized something about it was making it so the door wasn't really closing for the doorknob handle and the and the and the deadbolt and so I have some tools because I always keep like tools in my snowboard bag in case I need to like adjust my bindings or whatever. And, you know, so I was like, oh, I got a screwdriver in the car. So I get the screwdriver out like a lesbian does. And, you know, I went and I unscrewed the freaking metal piece of the door and it shut fine enough that I could get the deadbolt locked. Um, now, the door knob on the outside, when you turn it the little metal pieces don't like come in and out of the door but when you turn the knob on the inside it does and so to get out and fully shut the door I'd have to like put the doorknob down on the inside and then hold it from the outside and then close it I can't just go on the outside and just like shut the door so I already knew there was something weird with the door right and then I'm sleeping all night with this heater on, um, but it, Sunday was a long day for me, and so I knocked out, and, you know, I wake up, I hear, uh, you know, I wake up and look at my clock, and it's like maybe 2.04 a.m., and I'm like, that's weird that I would wake up this early, and it felt like I barely slept. I literally only slept like three hours or so, and it felt like that. Like, I was like exhausted, still tired from the day before, and, you know, the headache and all that was draining, and like... So, you know, I hear like a little bit of knocking and I'm like, oh, maybe that's why I woke up. Because it sounded like the people uh, in the wall next door to me were maybe slight, like lightly knocking on the wall. And I was like, I let it go because I'm like half asleep and I'm like, I hear it again. And, you know, I, I leave it alone. Um, I kind of leave it alone. And you know, um, I just figure, you know, I'm just thinking in my head, like, okay, like, I'm not making noise, like, but maybe that's what woke me up, and I'm like, well, maybe there's somebody outside knocking, like, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm just waking up to this, so I'm like, I don't know what's going on, and it wasn't like banging knocking, it was just like, as if you would expect someone to answer the door, you're just kind of knocking on the door, you know, or knocking on the wall or whatever, um, I would think if I was being loud or if the heater was too loud or if I was, I don't know, talking in my sleep or something that they'd be like banging on the wall, like, or something like to get my attention. But it was like slight knocking every now and then for like, I don't know, let's say 30 seconds. I don't know how long. 
um, so I turn off my heater, like, I no, so what happens next is I hear the knocking outside my door, like, now there's clearly somebody knocking on my door, right, and so I'm like, okay, like, it's freaking two in the morning, you know, um, so I go in my phone, and I check, you know, I check, I check the actual landline phone in the hotel room, it doesn't look like there's any missed messages, it doesn't look like anybody's been trying to call me. I leave it alone. You know, I look on my phone. The reason why is because I've stayed at this hotel so many times that I know that when they need something from me, they usually call my cell phone. Like, I've been outside, you know, just, like, blazing up, and I had my trunk open because I was, like, far away from, by the fence, but I could still see the trunk of my car because that's where I kept the weed at. And so I basically, you know, had the trunk open. So I didn't have to come back and like open it and all this kind of stuff. So I was just going to smoke real quick and then put the stuff back in the car, go back in the room. Uh, um, and they called me from the front desk on my cell phone, like, Hey, like your trunk of your car is open. Like they have cameras around and everything. So I'm like, you know, I'm like, cool. Like, and, or I've had them call me when I'm like later for check-in and it's like closer to seven or 8 PM. And they're like, Hey, are you still coming? Kind of thing. Um, you know, so I've had them call me like before they've called me like, on my phone maybe three or four times total and I've been staying here for like a couple of years every so often now um and so I know like when they have needed something in the past they've called me so I was like well I'll look at my phone maybe it's the front desk that needs something um and I look I don't have any missed calls um and so I'm like that's weird so that means it's probably not the desk you know, and I'm like laying in bed and I'm, you know, I still every so often hear this knocking at the door and I'm just like, I just yell real loud, like kind of like annoyed, like, yeah, like what, you know, kind of like, yeah, you know, and like the knocking kind of stops, like they weren't continually knocking, they would stop, take breaks and then knock again. And so I'm like, what the, what the F, you know, <laughs> like what is going on? So I, I turned the heater off cause I'm like, well, maybe the heater is louder than I think it is. Because, you know, hotel walls are super thin. So I'm like, well, I'll just turn off the heater and see maybe if they're annoyed with the heater. Because I'm like, I can't think of anything specific. And the actual heater in the room, not the space heater I was using, but the actual heater in the the room, the ones that they have actually in there, the one that was running kind of cooler and wasn't getting hot, that one is way louder than, you know, the one I was using. So I was like, there's no way that it's about the heater, but I'm like, maybe, because I had it close to the wall, I don't really know, like, I'm, it's two in the morning, how the hell am I supposed to know, like, why somebody's knocking if it's not the front desk, and so, you know, they didn't answer when I said, yeah, you know, and so I'm like, okay, put on a sweater, and of course, I'm not gonna open the damn door, you know, um, I, I look out the peephole, and there's, there's this dude just, like, standing there, Caucasian guy wearing kind of like one of those waterproof looking members only type jackets has a white shirt on under uh he doesn't look like he's acting erratically or anything but I'm just thinking like oh maybe this guy you know and and I've I've been here for like I don't know how many years I've come to this hotel at least like three years or so I don't know like and I know all the staff I've seen all the staff like this is not a staff member and this is not normally what they do. They don't come knocking at your door at two, in the, two o'clock in the freaking morning. Um, and so, you know, I see the guy at the peephole. 
I'm about to get my camera ready to see if it can look out the peephole and just start recording. But I'm just like, you know, I, I, I kind of say like, like kind of annoyed, just like, yeah, who is it? You know, like kind of just like, like right by the door. I didn't open it at all, nothing. But I guess I sounded like a guy enough that he was like, oh, um, like I could hear like a nervousness in the voice. And he's just like, oh, this is, this is, I think he said his name was Daniel. If it's not Daniel, it was Christian, but I'm pretty sure he said his name was Daniel. Uh, and I wrote down both names just in case to let the front desk know. But, um, yeah, I was like, you know, I, I didn't say anything. He's like, I'm look. so he basically says, uh, this, uh, 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 this is, uh, this is, uh, Daniel. I'm looking for, uh, I'm looking for, I'm looking for, um, you know, and he's like, my bad, sorry, dude. And he just like left, you know, and I'm like, that's weird. Like, I didn't see a car parked outside the room. Um, that wasn't my car or the neighbor's car. It wasn't the neighbor because I saw the neighbor. The neighbor is an old man. Um, and he, that guy next door had his kind of window blinds open. So I, I know there's only just him in that room. Cause when I was in the car earlier, I was like taking stuff in and out of the car and I saw him cause his window was right next to where I was parking. So I could see through his window cause he left the blinds open and I'm like, there's only one old man in there and I saw him walk in. So I know it's not him. Um, and then you know, when he, when the random person was, this Daniel person was knocking on the door, I found it odd that, like, he had previously been knocking not on this door, on my door. Like, he was, and he was going kind of back and forth, it sounded like, knocking on my door, and then, not on the window, but maybe, like, the wall next to the window outside, Cause it sounded like that's, that's probably what I heard at first. Cause it sounded like the, like the neighbor was knocking through the wall, but I think he was knocking close to where the walls touch outside. Um, and it was just weird. I'm like, what the F is what, you know? And like, to me, it was just like, you know, my brain starts like spiraling and I'm like, I didn't feel like unsafe, but I was just like, just the coincidence that you know, the latch wasn't working and, or like the latch was the only thing that was working and the door knob wasn't working. Like, I don't think he was testing the doorknob or anything like that, but I was a little weirded out by it because I've never had anybody other than housekeeping really knock on the doors over here. So I was really annoyed by it all. Uh, I woke up, you know, I, so I basically slept three hours and stayed awake till I don't know what time and didn't really sleep good again um and just the combo of that and just the um the weather being so crazy and I'm just like dude I don't even know so yeah I wasn't like super pleased but you know it was just weird um but yeah I was online on Expedia looking at some reviews and I went all the way back to like um, during like some of the pandemic rules times, uh, during 2022. And it turns out, you know, at this hotel, one other person said that somebody was trying to like get into the windows in the middle of the night or something, um, which is odd. 
And then another person had mentioned that, um, you know, something about like people seeking, like drug seeking people around or something like that. And um, that was kind of what had come to my mind that like maybe this person thinks that somebody else is in this room because it was still a weird like I feel like if you're really looking for somebody like I let the guy knock for probably like a good five minutes or so he was outside and it was cold it was raining um you know and so I'm thinking like you know if he was knocking on the neighbor's door and then my door it's like I don't know what he was expecting and it's two o'clock in the morning and I'm not the person and then he never actually said what he wanted uh, and so I was kind of like that's a little suspicious to me because he's like okay giving his name but he wasn't saying like I'm looking for Chris or I'm looking for Gene or I'm looking for you know or like I'm looking for jumper cables or like something that made any sense and there's a 24-hour front desk and so I'm like well if you really are looking for somebody and nobody's waking up you could probably talk to the front desk if you needed like jumper cables or something important. You wouldn't come knocking on doors at two in the morning, right? And so I was just like, that's BS, you know, like what is going on? Like, you know, um, but yeah, uh, that's how I lost sleep again, you know, because I was like, well, after that, I can't just comfortably go back to bed. Um, so I waited till it was like earlier in the morning to actually sleep a little more and started kind of getting up around 9.30 a.m. ish because I was like, I'm way past breakfast time now and had to go get food. Um, but yeah, I just wasn't feeling it today either, unfortunately. And I've had like two days of kind of poor sleep now. Um, yesterday was the headache. Today I woke up super sore. Like my neck's been sore all day. My the backs of my shoulder blades are really in pain. Um, I think after I have dinner, I'm probably going to have dinner late, like around 7.30. I'm probably going to practice on my balance board and then um, do some yoga and stuff. I don't really know what I'm going to do, but, you know, I don't want to go, like, too long with no exercise or stretches. And I definitely need, I definitely need it. <laughs> um my body is pretty tight and, you know, like I'm tense. I don't know if I'm stressed, if that's what the headaches are from. Like, like I mentioned yesterday, the headache that I had that was early Sunday morning, I feel like it might have been related to the food because I was feeling a little strange the night before when I was eating dinner, which isn't normal for me. Um, and, you know, the aspirin stuff did work, so... And I haven't had a headache today. Um, and I hardly take aspirin, but like I was saying, like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to disrupt my sleep by having headaches and stuff. And this is like the second time I had that. And then that person who woke me up at like 2 a.m. that was real weird. So I don't really know what that was all about. Because usually I think if somebody's knocking on your door and they need something, they're going to say who it is or they'll be calling the name of the person they'll be like like Billy are you in there Billy Billy you know like something that's like okay you're clearly here for a person versus like somebody who doesn't even like give you the answer you know um of why they're there so I was just kind of like you know like I, I literally was just gonna let him knock till he left but 
ended up not being able to let him knock till he left because he just kept knocking and wouldn't go away. Um, but I wasn't going to open the door and I made sure, you know, I looked through the peephole. I, you know, I kept the lights off. Um, I, I keep, I usually keep like a little balled up napkin in the peephole. I don't think it's a two way thing where people can see, see through it, but, um, you know, I, you know, I'm glad that they have it there so you can like tell who the heck is at your door. Um, but part of me was like, if they didn't go away, I was basically going to record on my phone and call the front desk and maybe even call the police. But I was like, you know, they weren't banging on the door. They weren't like, yeah, it was a weird hour, but I was like, it was just a little odd. And maybe they were seeking some kind of drugs. I really don't know, but they hadn't tampered with my car to my knowledge. Um, everything looked like it was in order. It was just weird because 2 a.m. It's like, dude, you're sleeping at 2 a.m. Everybody's sleeping. And I'm pretty sure whoever else was around would have heard somebody else knocking for that long. So it was just really weird to me. Because um, they wouldn't go away, you know? Like, um, they didn't just, like, naturally leave. So I was like, well, I'm not going to, like, just not answer the door completely. Especially because... I can call the police or the front desk or whatever, and the door was bolted, it was locked. Um, thankfully, I, I made the best decision there and fixed the door myself. Um, I'm gonna put it back to its broken state, uh, and I took video footage and stuff too, of the stuff like the heater and all that. Like I always take video footage in hotel rooms before I leave um, in case something's really wrecked. So that, you know, if it comes up where they're trying to withhold a deposit, they really can't blame me. And I've never had any problems with this place. The reason why I like staying at this place is because they kind of know me. Like I said, like, they kind of look out. Like, they kind of know, oh, you're renting cars. Or, like, they kind of know, like, a little bit about, you know, that I travel. It takes me about two hours to get here, you know. So usually, like, you know, they'll wait a while about the check-in and stuff and, like, like, they know me, like, you know, I've been here quite a few times, this is, like, my third or fourth time coming up here since last March, and so, I don't really know, like, I, you know, like, it was just weird, like, weird stuff happens all the time, but to me, that was real weird, um, I don't have things happen <laughs> in my day-to-day -day hardly at all anymore, and so that was just one of those flavorful things that was weird that happened, but, um, if it happens again this time, I'm just going to call the front desk while the person is knocking and have them come check on it. Cause I'm like, I'm not going to go outside. I'm not going to open my door, you know, um, I'm not expecting anybody. And, you know, if the front desk needs me, you know, they usually call me or there's the phone in the room they can call. Um, or I would have recognized who it was cause I've seen all the staff that work here. Like I know them all. So you know, like nothing really happened, but it's, it is kind of weird to me. Um, and I'm kind of wondering what the heck that was all about. It didn't seem like a legit kind of thing. Like it's not normal for people to be coming around at 2 AM. Um, I didn't see a car. I didn't see like that someone had driven up and like parked with their lights on or something. I didn't see a car. I didn't see I didn't hear this person say that they needed anything specific, um, 
maybe with the tone I used, I kind of maybe made them want to leave. Um, I don't know if they really wanted anything or if they thought, like, maybe if it was drug-related, maybe this is the room where you come to get the drugs. I don't know. <laughs> um, I usually stay in the room next to this one or the one next to that. I, I don't think I've ever stayed in this specific room. And so, you know, and to have the door not really even working, you know, properly enough to shut was weird. Because even when I first came in, you know, usually you have to use your key to like, you know, swipe or like, like slide the key, the key card, like in the, in the door slot or whatever. And like, yeah, like when I was doing the key thing, the door just like, I, I noticed it was a little bit ajar. So I just pushed it open and I looked around, nobody was in here, so... I mean, there's nowhere to hide under the bed. It's like the beds are like, they've got two little twin beds um, and as like box springs. And then you they put a full mattress on top. Um, and so like there's nobody in the room. Um, and so it was just weird. Like I'm just kind of like, what the heck is that all about? But... Um... And I don't know, like, maybe people purposely, maybe there's something stored in the room, you know, maybe some drugs are stored in the room somewhere or something ridiculous. Um, but, you know, um, it's just crazy. Like, I'm just like, what the heck? Like, this isn't, this isn't like a pedestrian type area, like, we're in the mountains in the middle of nowhere almost but there's highways right there like truck stops nearby and stuff and so you know I was just thinking like maybe yeah, it could be anything it could be anything maybe somebody had good intentions maybe they didn't but I mean other than them bothering me waking me up you know um they didn't really do anything more like nothing more happened it was just a little suspicious considering that when I first got into the room you know I noticed that the door was a little messed up um which I feel like I would have thought that like housekeeping or somebody would have like caught that you know um because it's like they've got to know that they that the door is screwed up I mean you know so I don't know how they're dealing with it but um, I don't know, um, but, yeah, I'm gonna make sure I close it, and I'm gonna take the, the thing on the door to the front desk, because it's definitely screwed up, but I don't want them working on it tonight or anything, I just want to be left alone, um, and I'm leaving that as it is. Um, but yeah. Um, well, that's my story for the day. I don't have much more to really say. Um, you know, I wish I had loads of interesting topics <laughs> at the moment. But I kind of don't. Um, I think I have a relationship series topic. Um 
I'll see. But yeah, I'm um about to get right on back into into just getting some stuff done before dinner and then have some dinner and relax and take off tomorrow. I've been watching this uh, series on Netflix called um, Stiesel. Stiesel? I watched Unorthodox. It has that main character lady as uh, playing one of the daughters. Um, And it's set in Israel. I kind of like movies about Judaism and just religions in general, like very traditional uh, people living out their religious lives. There's something about it that's like appealing to watch. Just like the, it's like a whole cultural world that you don't really get a glimpse into. And so I really kind of like, like it. Uh, I like the series because it's not like necessarily putting down the religion or showing like all the negative aspects. I like that it's got this like family vibe to it. It's like a cultural family kind of like multi-generational kind of like interaction with like these religious members the males the females kind of all the rules with you know you know marriages and you know interactions and study and school and work and just kind of like lifestyle life um what do you call it life life stages like the different life stages and their kind of like expectations and just how a lot of us kind of maybe aren't on track with our peers in some areas or maybe we are um but I just kind of like dynamics like that in 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 shows and I'm so happy that it's three seasons like I I'm almost finishing the first season and I was like dang like I want to savor the last episode and not watch it and I was like let me see how long so I'm about to watch episode 12 um, I've been watching this over multiple days, but I'm about to watch episode 12, and then I realized, I was like, oh shoot, yes, there's two more seasons, and so I'm gonna watch those too, but, um, yeah, um, that's kind of all I'm up to right now, I'm gonna be studying tonight, and then tomorrow, once I get back to town, I'll study more, um, I'll see if I record or study on the road. Um, there's a lot of like audio material for me to listen to, but um, just to familiarize myself. But yeah, I'm um, um, I don't know. Um, just trying to get things back to a normal sense for myself. Because, you know, things definitely were off track for a while. And it's going to be up to me to kind of get it back on track. So I'm slowly getting there, slowly getting there. Um, But I hope you guys enjoy day one of spring, day six of this book. And uh, all right, until until next time. (laughs) 